Welcome to For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corian K. Pad Padgett, and this is your number one source for all things sports, health, and fitness related. Oh, hold on, Coach. What does For the Health of It stand for? Good question, Austin. The For and For the Health of It stands for our four principles, which are mindset, movement, nutrition, and recovery. Okay, cool. Let's do it for the health of it then. Welcome to another edition of For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corian K. Pad Padgett, and today we have with us again. Uh, from the Fitness Collective Atlanta, Tiffany B. Tiffany, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. This is awesome. No problem at all. Uh, last time in our uh, last episode, Tiffany, we talked about, or you mentioned uh, PNF, proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation. Yeah. If you could uh, go a little bit into that. Okay. So it's one of the most common uh, factors that we can use in stretch therapy. And you can even use it on your own if you have some resistance bands and things like that. But we use it to increase a person's range of motion almost immediately. So if you're, let's say you're trying to like lift your arm up and you can only get to here. Right. Well, you might need to take some, some PNF would be to press up against something or push down against something and then breathe there with that tension. Mm-hmm. And then try again, and then you'll be able to go further. Nice. <laughs> okay. So uh, before we get too deep into it, uh, I kind of want to educate everybody and mention a couple of terms we may need to know. Okay. Enough. Uh, and those terms would be agonist and antagonist. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm going to share my screen real quick. Oh, good. I thought about making a, a PowerPoint, but I was like, no. Oh, no. Hey, feel free next time. Feel, okay. feel free. All right. So here we go. We have the agonist and antagonist relationship. The agonist muscle is the muscle that contracts to perform the primary movement of a joint. And then you have the antagonist, which is the muscle that performs the opposite movement of the agonist muscle and must re- uh, reflexively relax to allow the agonist muscle uh, motion to occur. So, yeah. uh, so this is very much about, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Um, so this follows the kinetic chains and how we move. Everything has an equal and opposite pull. So for instance, a bicep curl, your triceps are still working, but the triceps are the antagonist. There we the go. bicep is what's doing that primary pull up and in, so that's the agonist. But the joint is the hinge joint of the elbow. Correct. There we go. I like that. I like that. Uh, and <laughs> that that reflexive response is also known as reciprocal inhibition. But uh, go ahead, Tiffany. You you got you got the floor. Uh, you mentioned uh, the biceps and the triceps being uh, agonists and antagonists when it comes to elbow flexion, and then also uh, another common or another easier one to think of, or easy one to think of, is the uh, quadriceps muscles and the hamstrings. And hamstrings, yeah. Uh, you, the floor is yours. <laughs> um, ooh, actually, let me show, I'm gonna show you guys a picture. Okay. Okay, so I am a fascial stretch therapist for, for anyone who doesn't know. And fascia is just the, connective tissue in our body that keeps us somewhere in space. 
-hmm. and also separates our muscles and organs and ligaments and tendons where they need to go as well. So it's, it's pretty important in the body. One of the biggest chains that are um, lines that we use or should be using every day is the functional line. Okay. And then this is coming from uh, Thomas Meyer's book, Anatomy Trains. Anybody can read it who's interested. But this is basically your power center. So it's, it focuses more on the adductor group, but know that in the adductors is the quadriceps muscles, right? Or like right outside of there. Right. And in right. the back is your hamstrings and your glutes, even your lats. So to, to hold us up in the back, this is what's doing that. Okay. That helps us to, if you're a baseball player, that you're using all of those to throw or to bat. Right. Um, same thing for foot, like anything, really. Right. Everything. Then in the front, your rectus abdominis, your mm -hmm. pecs, the adductors, and as you mentioned, even the quads um, are going to be what you're using all the time. And it's usually where people get the most stuck like the tight hips, right? Um, especially now that everybody's pretty sedentary, they have locked long their hamstrings because mm -hmm. they're sitting with forward flexion all day long and their quads are locked short. So if you go to stretch your quads, you would think, oh, I'm going to stretch my, my quads like this, stretch it. Yeah. Right. No, that's actually wrong. I don't even know if you can see that. I can't. Oh, I'm going to slide it over. Okay. So okay. really what you want to do is to bring your heel to your glute right and then press that that's going to give you the quad stretch right the hamstrings are actively pulling in and up so you can close off some of that extension that you're using to sit down all day <laughs> good deal good deal all right i like that that was a quick quick real quick explanation but it, it was also very informative uh can you talk about the three types of uh pnf Oh boy. So wait, what three So the active resistance against? Yes. <laughs> and two, so you can do, for instance, let me see. I want to use what I was just doing. Okay. So you can, let's say your hips are tight. You, you're feeling like a pinch here. Right. Do your PNF there. You can just put your foot in a chair. Uh-huh. And Squeeze your heel towards your glute. This is without having assistance. If you have some, if you have someone like me, I would say push your heel into my hand. But if you're doing it for yourself, you're gonna squeeze your heel to your glute and then relax it. Try again, and that should take the pinch from the front. If you're having a pinch in the back, like where your gluteus minimus is, that little supporting cup muscle. All right. So then you want to actually push your foot down into the chair, the top of the foot down okay and use the quads a little more and then come back up and that should take care of the the back pinch nice nice nice, nice. so you are either going towards the tightness mm -hmm. or you're pressing away depending on you know what's the limitation right. in the fascia okay good deal good deal uh where would you go next from this then you can do yoga class. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you would then just even try something as simple as walking. So gait control is one of the theories that we use with PNF. Um, most people are not even 
using their heel to ball walk. I've seen, it's been so crazy. I've seen a lot of people lately who literally walk on the balls of their feet. Right. Their heels hardly ever the floor. That's crazy to me. Because <laughs> just to walk, your heel needs to hit first. Right. Heel, and then right. as you go forward, you're squeezing the glutes, pushing off on the ball of your foot to take the next step. Mm -hmm. So I like to have people start to notice things in their body just by noticing the way that they walk. Gotcha. Okay. So do you people watch? Yes. I can't help it now. Okay. <laughs> Good deal. Good deal, man. Uh, so when, when, when a client comes to you, first time client, you're probably uh, analyzing them when they're walking up to you, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I remember I had physical therapy my junior year of high school. Uh, I have I have uh, like two or three de degenerative discs in my back. So I still wanted to play football. Uh, so I missed half the season, but he was like, you know, if, we, if you feel better after this therapy, we can get you back out there. So I'm sitting in the office and I'm sitting basically like how I'm sitting right now, hunched forward. He's looking at me. He's like, hmm, yeah, that's that's one of your main issues right there. Just your overall posture. So uh, talk to me a little bit about posture. Okay. So going back to the forward reflection and the way that people are mostly sitting right now, it's on the computer mm -hmm. like this, right? The shoulders are like this. The neck is pushed forward because you're looking at the screen. Your eyes are all blurry because you're pulling on your um, – ocular joints and you're pulling on the neck joints this the sternocleidomastoid is this muscle here right it's a huge neck muscle that's very important for even just turning the head and the pull and push of the chin right, right. um and then it goes into like your your trapezius muscle right okay. so when we're doing that if we aren't even breathing properly so a lot of times our posture is not allowing our lungs to expand Mm -hmm. our rib cage to expand, our diaphragm to lift, and we're staying in this hunch posture. So back to your question, or trying to get around to it, even something like taking the shoulders up to the ears and then rolling back and squeezing even down into the lat muscles, the low back muscles, and the QL, that is going to give you a, an idea of where your spine is sitting in space. Gotcha. And if, you're, if you close your eyes, you can even feel if your head is forward or if you need to kind of, I call it push the cash drawer in, take two fingers and just okay. gent press the chin back so that your spine is in full alignment. Okay. Good deal. I, I, <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a mini master class every time we talk to you, Tiffany. This is uh, great information. Oh, thank you. Uh, can you, can you, we're going to bring it back to PNF a little bit. Yes. Uh, somebody with tight hamstrings or uh yeah with tight hamstrings that cannot get full leg extension how would you go about uh helping them so we would need to figure out what is the tightness mm -hmm. are the hamstrings locked long are they locked short and is it really the hamstring or is it your glutes and your hips um so we can start with many different things if you have a stretch, do you have a stretch band? I do. Okay, let's get a stretch band. 
And then this is great. If, so if people can't come and see me, this is something that I do with them on the, over a Zoom call even, just virtually. Right. So I have you take the band and put it around the ball of your foot. Uh-huh. And get enough slack that you even have to use your biceps. Pull the shoulders down, shoulder blades back and down. Use your lats. And what you're going to do is just try to draw your heel towards your glute. But use your biceps to pull your knee towards your chest at the same time. So you're okay. using your hamstrings right now. Huh. And then release it and try to extend your leg straight out. Just push the ball of your foot straight forward. Okay. That will get a stretch. Depending on where you need it in the hamstrings, you might even have to lift your foot up a little more and turn your toes in towards your opposite shoulder. Okay. You feel that? That gets into the adductors and the hamstrings. And you can twist it the other way, feel it all the way down the center, brings it out to that hip flexor. Gotcha. And then release it. So what we're trying to do is increase the length of the muscle with um, our neuromuscular connections. But you need to see, is it short or long first? Do we need to decrease this angle and find some tension? Um, or do we need to increase it and then find that, what I call the sweet spot mm -hmm. for the stretch? Okay. That sounds good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was over here struggling with it and I almost broke out into a sweat also. <laughs> Uh, can you talk about the six deep external rotators of the hip? Oh, yes, I can. <laughs> um, okay, so I might even have a slide for you. Okay. That's crazy. This is so. This is a great class. A great question. Um, I want to pull this up if I can do it quick. Yeah, go right ahead. Uh, let me make sure I gave you. You had the ability to screen share. You should. Two seconds. It's coming. So you are allowing me to share? Yes. Okay. Cool. Here we go. Can you see that? Yep. All right. So I'm going to slide past all this other stuff, and I'm going to try to take us straight to the hips. Um, but this is exactly what I talk about in my yoga classes. So all of this, when we're trying to stabilize our core, is super important. The core cylinder. Right, but we're talking about the hips now. So I'm gonna come down to the hips. Do you see this? Uh-huh, the gluteal group, adductor group, iliopsoas, and lateral rotator group. There you go. Right, right there, yep. <laughs> so you asked about the lateral rotators. So we're looking at the piriformis, uh -huh. the obturators, the superior gemellus and inferior gemellus, and the quadratus femoris. Now all of those things, um, let me see if I can make this bigger. How do I make this bigger? Ah, why can't this go bigger? Is it doing it? Uh, I can't tell, but I see it right. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> All right, so the quadratus femoris is gonna connect here on the outside of the femur, so the greater trochanter of the femur, uh -huh. and then it goes all the way up into the iliac crest. Right. So that is one of the ones that we 
neglect a lot. And it's also right underneath our gluteus medius. Okay. Which is our external, which is another external right. rotator. Um, okay. The gemellus is right under that. So the superior is directly underneath. You see that? Mm -hmm. And then um, our piriformis, which is so hard to stretch and get into. <sighs> the piriformis muscle. That, in fact, uh, when, I, when I went in for physical therapy, uh, one of the things my physical therapist brought up to me, he said, you, it, I didn't understand it at the time because I was only a high school, a junior. Uh, but now looking back, it's the joint by joint approach. Uh, it's not necessarily what's going on at that site, what could be going on around that site. And he said it could be this piriformis muscle here. And uh, actually when I got into uh, college at Gulf Coast, I was a student athletic trainer and the guy always showed me this stretch, the figure four uh, yes. performance. But I'm gonna let you have that because that's what I brought you on for. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so you can do the figure four seated or you can actually hold your, hold your shin, your mm -hmm. shin in your foot. But if you want to, you can put your foot, you want your ankle to rest on kind of like that meaty part above the knee, above right. the patella. And sit up straight and make sure your grounded ankle is directly underneath your knee. So you're gonna take your, yeah. I'm bending my right leg, so I'm gonna say everything right. Okay. So I'm gonna take my right hand and press it gently on the outside of my right knee. Mm -hmm. As you do that, try to squeeze your glutes and draw your right hip back. Mm. That feels good, right? And then you can release that to stretch it the other way, you'll hug your knee, mm -hmm. or at least get around it, and use your biceps and your to pull it to and stretch the opposite side. Good. You feel that? Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that stretch. You're saying uh, that's that's one of the ones I always show my kids. I'm like, yeah, you want to definitely focus on that because, like you said, it's it's often missed in a lot of the high caliber athletes. It is. And it's very important. It's one of those, it's one of those power muscles. It's right. in power group. Our glutes are so important. I know everybody is worried about having like the perfect butt right now because it's an in thing. Mm. But technically using your glutes to even stand up or to to walk to everything is gonna keep your your low spine like where the lumbar spine is and the sacrum it's going to keep that whole area supported which is where a lot of people find a hyper curve called hyperlordosis uh -huh. you can re you can redirect that you can even redirect your scoliosis if you have scoliosis by activating the muscles on the side where the if the spine goes this way right you activate your muscles on the curved side to press the spine the other way. Gotcha. Yeah. I work with people who have sciatica, scoliosis, um, athletes with injuries, acute and chronic. So I'm always focused on the hips. Mm -hmm. Of course, the PNF, the what resisting against me and then breathing. That's an important part. Don't ever forget to breathe. Right. Even when we were just stretching, I should have given you some breath cues, but you want to breathe into that tension. 
and then release it and stretch it the other way. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You mentioned sciatica right there. Uh, this all goes together. Talk about that sciatic nerve. Oh boy. So the sciatic nerve actually passes through the piriformis and the psoas and, and attached to the sacrum. So you have to, whenever that is pinched, sometimes people think it's a, a slip disc or a pinched nerve, but it's literally just the need to, that figure four stretch would help to stretch it. Um, even bringing your knee to your chest just like this mm-hmm. will help to stretch it. Um, sciatica is, is weird. It's, one of those, hmm, it's a difficult one, but it's something that we can all work on, even from the top of the neck down. So if you were to take your right hand over your head and draw your head towards your right shoulder, and then take your chin down towards the shoulder, to your right shoulder, Mm -hmm. draw your belly button in towards your spine and lean over to the right, you should feel that stretch all the way down to the hip mm-hmm. and then come back up. So do I feel that on the opposite hip or? Yeah. So if your head's going to the right, you're going to feel it in your left. Okay. Yep. That's exactly where I felt. Yep. Okay. That's a good sciatic stretch too. Okay. But the muscles around the nerve is where we need to focus. If you have sciatica, you're really wanting to focus on the stretch of the piriformis, all of the rotator groups and even um the pectineus muscle which is right here in the front because it wraps around (laughs) good deal good deal uh well before we wrap it up tiffany i just want to say thank you very much for coming on again with us yeah i do appreciate your time and energy thank you all right this has been another episode of for the health of it and i'm your host corny and k-pad pageant